Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are doing Hosea 2a. That's Hosea Perak Bays, the first part. We're going to study verses 1 through 15. And this is Saul Weiner, the host for your podcast. Although typically in Turei Asar, the chapters are generally somewhat shorter than they were when we studied Isaiah and other books together. Uh, this chapter 2 is a little bit longer, so I'm going to split it into two. Um, for those of you that study chapter 1 with us, you'll remember that um, chapter 1 was quite depressing. Um, God had asked Hosea to marry a woman who was unfaithful, who was a prostitute, um, and to have children with her. And that the idea was representative of the image that God was going to portray to Hosea throughout all of his prophecies. That is the image of the people of Israel being unfaithful to God and going after other gods. The purpose being that God wanted to teach Hosea to bring the message to the people to make them more faithful, to encourage them to come back, to encourage them to abandon their evil ways, to abandon their ways of going away from God and going towards idol worship and and other evil ways and come back to God and to have faith in them rather than to give up on them in the same way that he wouldn't want to give up on his own wife and his own children. So now uh, we're going to start chapter 2. And remember the three names that uh, were given to his children were, uh, the first child was named Yisrael, um, which refers to the valley of Jezreel, the valley of Yisrael, Amek Yisrael, where the uh, northern kingdom was going to see destruction. Um, and that there was a symbol that destruction would come to the kings of the northern kingdom. There was a daughter named Lo Ruchama that you no longer, there is no longer mercy. And then another son named Lo Ami, you are no longer my nation. That the northern kingdom was no longer going to be a nation. So um, at this point, um, Hosea now, uh, now, um, now speaks. The first three verses is the is the prophet speaking and he says that although um i just said that the people will be punished the northern kingdom specifically because that's to whom the uh prophecies of hosea are being addressed will no longer be a nation however this is verse 1 the children of israel will one day be in the numbers of like the sands of the sea, reminiscent of the blessings that God gave Abraham all the way back in the beginning of the history of the Jewish people. They will be so numerous that they will not be measurable and they will not be countable. And will be in that day, in the future. Similar to the way Isaiah Yeshayahu would often flip back and forth between an idyllic vision of the future times, the times of the Messiah, and back to the criticisms and the troubles of the time that of the people that he's speaking to, Hosea does the same thing here. There are other ways of understanding this, but this is 
um, the way I'm going to be reading these psukim, these verses. And it will be then in the future that instead of people saying about you that you are no longer my nation, the nation of God, people will say about them in the future, these people, they are the children of the living God. People will know that God is alive, that God is well, that God is involved, that God is here, and people will know that the people of Israel are his children and that they are no longer running after other other gods. And in this future time, verse 2, This is the key. I did say lo ami when it was the people were not united, but when the, the southern kingdom of Judah and the northern kingdom of Israel are together, they will gather together. Then, they will make for themselves one leader. They will place over them. Presumably, this is the Messiah, the Mashiach himself. And then they will come up from the land. They will, Kigadol Yom Yisrael. Then great will be the day of Yisrael. Just like we said, remember, one of the sons was Lo Ami. Instead of that, they will be called Bnei El Chai. The other son was called Yisrael, which then represented destruction, but now Yisrael will represent what the word means, which is the people are now planted within their land. And how does this come about? How does this come about? It's Fenik Betsu B'nei Yisrael when there's unity among the people. And again, Hosea emphasizes this. When will this happen? You should tell to your brothers, you the people, tell to your brothers, Ami, you are my nation. In other words, we are all together on this. Stop the strife, stop the arguing, but be together. And not just to your brothers, but to your sisters, to the women. You tell them as well, Ruchama, you are Ruchama, you are lovingly part of us. When you're ready to do that, that's when, that's when remember, the, the daughter was named Lo Ruchama. You are not cared about. You are not, no one cares about you. No one loves you. But no, you tell your sisters, yes, you are loved. You are, we are, we do care about you. We are all one. That is when this comes about. And now, Hosea is quoting, turns to the people and starts speaking a little bit stronger. And, um, and the 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 um, mushal, the idea, the concept, the comparison of the people to um, uh, uh, of, of this relationship of the people of the nation and God as the relationship of a husband to a wife is going to be very, brought out very powerfully in the next set of verses. And uh, the idea is that the mother here is the nation itself. The nation is, is considered the mother. I'm saying this so that we can understand how to interpret the rest of these verses. And if the nation is the mother, then the children are the people of the nation. And this is how the remaining verses are to be understood. So let's start from verse, let's continue from verse 4. Rivu be'inchem rivu. Fight with your mother, fight, or Argue with your mother. Argue. He's telling the people not to follow the ways that they have learned from the corrupt nation within which they have grown up. So fight with your mother. And say, Kihi lo ishti. She, meaning, the, the, she is not my wife. 
and I am not her husband. Because she has and remove her her um um harlotry or her um her unfaithfulness from her. And those with whom she um is 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 um consorting with from between her breasts. The image is is the nation tell your mother, right? And remember Hosea is going on with the image that he had he had married a woman who was unfaithful to him, as God had told him to do, in order that he can really understand this image and feel it. Tell her, stop going to your unfaithful ways to those other gods, to be unfaithful to God, to give, to practice a life that is not consistent with with God, and so on, and other things, right? So he's begging the people of Israel, you children of the people of Israel, fight with that mother. Tell her to mend her ways. Tell her to come back to God. Tell her to be more faithful to her husband, so to speak, which in this case is God. Pen afshi tena aruma, because if you don't, and remember, this is the prophet speaking as if he is conveying God's own message. And God says, because if you don't tell your mother, if you don't tell the nation to stop rebelling against me, I will strip her bare. And I will leave her bare, naked, helpless, like the day she was born. And I will leave her, the entire nation, the country, the land will be desolate like a, like a wilderness. She will be like a dry, parched land. She will die of thirst. And I will not have mercy upon her children if you, her children, don't listen to my advice and rebuke her and tell her to stop rebelling. Because they are just children of, a, of, of harlotry. They themselves are practicing that same, same type of lifestyle. Um, so he's begging them to come back. The message, of course, to Hosea in his own personal life too, is 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 you don't dump the woman, but you speak to her, you bring her back, you encourage her to mend her ways, and you raise your children properly so that they don't learn those bad ways. Kizantayimam. We continue in verse seven because their mother um, is the one again. The nation has 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 turned away from God. Hovisha horasam. She has. Um, the, the, the people that have given birth to you, the people, the nation that gave birth to you has acted shamelessly, has acted in a, in a way that's embarrassing. Ki Amra, because she said, what did the nation say? What did your parents say? The nation within which you were born. She said, I'm going to go after my lovers. They give me bread and water. They give me clothing of, of wool and linen, shamni v'shikuyay, they give me my drinks of wine, they give me my oil, they give me what I need. So, so, so I'm going to go to them, I'm going to go to my lovers, because they shower me with gifts and so on. The same thing here, I'm going to go to those idols, because I get what I want from there. I'm not going to stay with God. And then God says, no, therefore, I'm going to demonstrate where good really comes from and what happens when you turn away from me. I am going to cover her roads with, with thorn bushes. And I will raise walls and fences up and blocks so that you won't even be able to find paths and roads to travel anymore. 
She, the people, are going to go chase after those lovers. They're going to try to make alliances with other nations. They're going to try to push to go to worship the idols. They're going to try to do all these things, but they're never going to get them. She's going to seek them out as if this woman is seeking out these lovers, but no one wants her anymore. No one's interested. The same thing, they're going to be looking for other nations to ally with, but no one's going to be interested. This is an image we saw in Yeshayahu as well in Isaiah 2, where people trying to make alliances with other nations, but it doesn't work. The Umran, she says, and finally she says, now it's time to go back to my first husband. When she realizes that there's nothing to be gained by looking at the outside, finally she'll turn around and go back to her husband. Because I was better off with my husband in the first place than looking for somebody to be unfaithful with. But she didn't think in the first place. That it was I that gave her Hadogon I gave her the grain and the wine and the oil. I was the one that gave her money and silver, Vizov and gold, Asula Baal. But then they took what I gave her and they used it for evil purposes, for worshiping the idols. Therefore, God says, Ashuv, I will come back. And take back the lakachti digani biito. I will take back that grain that I gave it in its time. Vitiro shiba moado and the wine that comes in its in its proper season. Vitzaltit samri fishti and I will take away the wool and linen that I gave the chasoses ervasot to cover her nakedness. I will take it all back because she after it's when it's too late. That's when she comes and says, "I'd rather go back." No. So remember, this is Yishayahu, This is Hosea begging the people to talk to the, the, the nation, to begging the people of Israel to convince the people of Israel, the nation of Israel, to return to God before it's too late. And now, now that it is too late, she is going to be embarrassed in front of all of those lovers, all of those other nations to whom she went to for help, and the, the nations that the people bowed before their gods to try to ingratiate themselves to get from them. We, we have the image of the people turning towards Assyria, specifically the people turning towards Egypt, the people turning, the northern kingdom tried to make alliances with Aram, they tried to make alliances with Tyre, Tzor, they tried to make alliances with the Philistines. We saw all of this in Yeshayahu when we studied the subject. They're going to be for shamed in front of their lovers. Like like a woman who is seeking out lovers, and no man is going to come and save her from my hand, because the the uh, that's the image of the nation being laid bare in front of all of those who she sought shelter from, but they weren't ready to give it. Now she's embarrassed in front of them all. I will ruin all of her enjoyment, her holidays, her 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 new moon celebrations, her her weekly Shabbatot, Sabbath. All of her special times, I will destroy her, her, her vineyards and her fig trees. Asher Omra. Those are the things which she says. Etna Mali. She thinks these are presents that she got because of, of, of all of the lovers that she had. You think that all of this you got because of all of the alliances that you made and all of the um, all of the uh, uh, idols that you worshipped. I shared Nasnulima Avoy that my lovers gave to me, but no, I'm the one that really controls them, says God Visham Timlayar. I'm going to turn them into a wilderness, a forest, and who will get them? The 
the, the animals of the field. Again, very similar to what we learned in Isaiah. The idea that when the people are corrupt, God gives nature back to the animals. This is how I'm going to remember those days when you went and searched after those idols, rather that you worship them and sacrifice to them rather than to me, rather than worship me and stay with me. And, and, um, you went decked in all of your jewelry and your fancy things. And you went searching after your lovers. But me, you forgot. So says God. This is, again, like I said, just that Na'um Hashem, that these are the words of God, is, is Hoshea saying that I am repeating the words of God. This concludes uh, this first portion of chapter 2 of Hoshea. Um, the next one will be. Uh, a little bit less harsh, um, and uh, or a lot less harsh. Uh, when, uh, in the when we do Hosea, thank you so much for studying Hosea two A. Looking forward to studying Hosea two B and completing this chapter together.